This is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. And whatever else interests us. Be sure to like AM Reviews on Facebook and check out our YouTube channel at AM Reviews. And follow us on Instagram at Moe's underscore TV16. And at just underscore Adrian underscore underscore. Which will be linked in our podcast. Thanks for listening. X-Men, we're kind of in this mode. And I think we should talk about our favorite X-Men movies. Top fives, right? Top five, definitely. My number five would probably be... You know what? My number five is X-Men Origins Wolverine. Why do you like this movie so much? <laughs> I it know, was it's literally terrible. wrote the book on what not to do when making a superhero movie. It's it's garbage. It's it's the, the worst X Men movie. The adaptation was off. It was Everything terrible. was off. Yeah, it, it it was it was awful. You know, they shut Deadpool's mouth. Right. At the time, I didn't know that was Deadpool. They, they did everything did. wrong. They did everything wrong. I don't know how you do that. I mean, you have the material. <laughs> I, I really, I don't, I, I don't understand the movie. I don't understand why they did the movie. Even though we had all of that stuff wrong, I enjoyed, you know, the, just, I guess the story in a way. I know that's that's bad. <laughs> I, I mean, sure, the origin of Wolverine is nice. Um, I like but the it was introduction, just the introduction at, right at the beginning. You know, that scene where, where they're just going through all of the wars that Wolverine and his brother has have been through. A nice that was a nice scene. That's not even yeah. his real brother. No. Like, the whole not. origin is wrong. You like what is wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you like what you like. You can't help it. I guess so. I What's guess your number so. five? My number five is going to be... It's X-Men First Class. I know it's going to be higher on your list, I bet. Definitely. But I, I don't, I just, I, I like the fact they're using more side characters, but I don't like the characters that made the main characters, because X Men First Class made Mystique some mentor figure in the make. Like she was a good guy. I didn't like it. I like, I like Evil Mystique. Um, I agree. I, I like Evil Mystique, but I didn't mind it here. But from where they've gone since then, it's kind of ruined it for me. Okay. With, they with mystique. They, right. They took a hard left. And I mean, they had the. I mean, it's just weird. They did some things where I thought they're going to be more um, aligned with the comics, but then they just weren't. For example, Mystique in that timeline is old enough. She's actually Nightcrawler's mother. And in this timeline, they could do that, but they chose not to for whatever reason. They chose not to do a lot of stuff, especially the thing with. Uh, Magneto. Like, they literally tease that in X-Men Apocalypse, and then just forget about it and leave it alone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's one that I found interesting to watch. I was glad when it came out, because that means that meant we were going to get more X-Men, because it was a reboot, really, is what it was. But it kept it kept the story alive, but it, it was a downfall of the, of the franchise for me. That's when it started to go downhill. After First Class? Yeah, <laughs> with the exception, with the exception of of 
the there rest, was multiple. Come on now. I know there are good things that came after that, but it just it wasn't what I wanted. Not how I wanted it. They yeah. kept giving me. They kept teasing me, and I'll elaborate on that a little later. So they kept giving me little things that I wanted, and then just messing it up. That's my five. Okay, my number four would be one of your favorites, uh, X Men: The Last Stand. Okay. Now, right. now, X Men: The Last Stand, as we all know, it, it messed up the Dark Phoenix, but in a way, it, it still did it better than Dark Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> yep, unfortunately. The, the, the most recent one. So unfortunately, that that is the bottom. The Last Stand has a, a lot of good. Um, quotable moments, you know, with Juggernaut, I'm a Juggernaut, you know, B. You're right. And <laughs> um, Kitty Pryde running coming through. coming out of the closet. And, yep, right. that. <laughs> um, I, you know, I didn't like how they just killed Cyclops in the beginning, even though he wasn't that impactful Jeez. in these movies. <laughs> no, 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 I, I'm, I'm talking about in the um, in X the, in the Last Stand. In the Last Stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, I mean... It was unfortunate. His face got all melty with that kiss. I didn't miss him. I never really cared for Cyclops in the movies. That's because they, they never did anything with him. They never did anything with him, but then readings and comics about him, he's not really a like. He's not supposed to be that likable. He's kind of the guy where it's my way or the highway, and everything I do is perfect. That's his attitude. That's why I don't like him. Okay. But as a, as a child, I identified with him because he had to wear glasses, and I have to wear glasses. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> that was my third grade logic. Okay, okay, I yeah, I'll see that. Because I have to replace Yeah, <laughs> X-Men The Last Stand, that's my number four. Okay. I, I really liked it. It has some quotable moments. Great action. Uh, Magneto, you know, picking up that whole bridge. The whole fight right. scene. The fight at, scene in the uh, house. Yeah, in the house. Have you seen the extended cut of that? Probably, probably I don't know that's definitely on YouTube I had the DVD and it came with extended cuts there's a scene where Storm electrocutes Wolverine to shock um, I think it's Sabretooth he stabs him in the chest and um, no, it it's can't Juggernaut. be Sabretooth no it's, it's Juggernaut <laughs> like he died in the first movie right I'm getting all this stuff mixed up no it was Juggernaut he, he had stabbed him in the chest and he said Storm and she shocked him and the electric it went through Wolverine and into Juggernaut. It was a pretty cool scene. Um, that was like video game level scene. Yeah, look, looking back on it, you know, Storm had some of the dumbest lines. But she, when... I, she always has a dumb... That's why I'm like, oh, I love you, but I hate you. Like, she just always <laughs> you know what happens? so stupid. Yeah, you know <laughs> what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? <laughs> the same thing that happens to everything else. <laughs> but at the time, I loved it. I you know loved what? it. It sounded bad at the time. I remember my mom was like, you go, girl. Um, <laughs> I was a child. I loved things. it. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and then, the, I mean, the whole, she like floats from the elevator over to him as she's saying it. And you can tell she's on a track. Like, <laughs> it's so As a child, you just look past that. <laughs> That's right. what made us love these movies. They gave us some imagination as yeah. a child. Okay, so that wraps up our number fours. So my my number three is going to be X2. All right. Because, you know, just looking at that epic scene with Nightcrawler. That that made the whole movie for me. Yeah. Pop, pop. 
They've never lived up to that again with <laughs> not in the whole scene. That Nightcrawler scene for me is almost almost the equivalent to Doctor Strange taking on Thanos one on one. Like it was that level of oh my god, do you see what is happening on the screen right now? <laughs> that, <laughs> that was ridiculous. Now they they tried to do it in Dark Phoenix. It was, you know, a nice it homage to it. But, but really, if you go back and look he at the... teleported so slow. But if you go back and look at the original, that one is kind of slow, too. I, I did He's, see it's it. It's in slow motion, isn't it? Oh, yeah. That's why, exactly. <laughs> he was in real time, moving the same speed as him in slow motion. Maybe he was young and inexperienced. I don't care. I think it's the graphic designer's fault. They were young and inexperienced. Remember back when... I guess they still did this, but not the same. When you had sequels and, and trilogies, they they made they put some effort into the names. I feel like Endgame was probably the closest we've had to that in a while. But you know, what, what, what about Age of Ultron? <laughs> Did anyone say Avengers Two: Age of Ultron? Nobody said Avengers Two. They just said Age right, of they Ultron. Just said Age, right, it has its own name. But back in the day, you said the name first. I guess X-Men, I guess they cheat a little bit. They don't say it in the last stand. No. No one would just refer to it as the last stand. Well, no, that that is, they would refer to it as just the last stand. I don't know. I think they would say X-Men the last stand. No, most people say the last stand. <laughs> most people who know comic books, I mean. I don't know. It's just a thing. I guess. I don't know. But, but X-Men 2, X2 United. Yeah, that was that was perfect for me as well. I mean, the Nightcrawler scene was good, but there's also better moments. I feel like Storm did a better job in that movie. Uh, I think she lost the accent. Um, yeah, by that time it, it just washed away. <laughs> but she, she had that big wing. scene. Yeah, she had that big <laughs> scene where like the two tornadoes or something like that, maybe a right. cyclone. She's flying the jet, and mm-hmm. um, which is a skill that doesn't get enough credit. Um, but she's flying the jet. And she forms tornadoes as she's going. She's hold on, and her eyes go white. And she's still flying. That was a, that was a pretty bad moment. That was like that was hold cool. on to something. Yes, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> hold on to something. Yeah, Oscar winning Halle Berry. Um, but she <laughs> she has some of the dumbest lines. Some of the dumbest lines, but she's so powerful and she's so wasted. Um, uh, we we still haven't even seen that full power. No, we still have it. That's why my number two is X-Men um, Future Days of Past, because I got to see the wide range of power used. Um, I feel like Dark Phoenix suffered because all of their powerful moments, aside from um, Nightcrawler, was people fighting with the same powers. They can lift things with their mind, and they kept doing that. It was a bit confusing if you were a new watcher, but... In this particular movie, you had Storm throwing lightning bolts at the Sentinels. You had Magneto throwing around metal. Um, you had Kitty Pride using her, I guess, her ability make to any walk sense. through things as an ability to walk through time. That was really the only thing that they changed in the comics. In the comics, she was the one to go back in time and not Wolverine because she can walk through it, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but everybody loves Wolverine, so that's why they used him. Right, they had to get that money, that Hugh Jackman money. So, 
it is what it is. Okay. But I thoroughly enjoyed that one. That was I, not you get cameos in movies nowadays, right? But that was the first movie in a long time that I can think of where you got to see an older cast who's always been recast, but worked together with their replacements in a way that I thought was pretty unique. Yeah, that's that's what I love about that movie. You get to see everything. And I'm a sucker for ensemble movies. So yeah. that, that always right. gets higher up for me. Seeing my number two, powers together. Yeah. Yeah. My, my number two is X-Men First Class. You know that was coming. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I uh, just love the whole. Five. Yeah. I I I just love the whole new cast. It was really fresh. It was a soft reboot, and it just brought you the younger version of the main people, I guess, or just Magneto and uh, <laughs> Professor X. <Right>. Really, <laughs> everyone else except Mystique died. I didn't even realize that until Dark Phoenix. It's like, what happened? They all just died. <laughs> Young. Yeah. Like. Uh, and then they just live for what, 40, 50 years without age, aging? Not a bit. <laughs> they didn't age not a bit. No. I mean, Professor X lost his hair, but then they blamed that on uh, Apocalypse. Like. <laughs> but he lost his hair before that in X Men Origins. Did he? Yeah, you remember he was he was standing up at the end of X-Men Origins whenever uh Wolverine he helped all oh, of the mutants that escape. That doesn't count. <laughs> that doesn't count. No, nope, that movie is still in existence. So it counts. That CGI and it's, rubber it's man in my top does five. Not count. <laughs> that oh, that's why that movie sucks so bad. Uh, it does. Why but I they, like it. They put Play-Doh in his face or something. It was uh Oh, just, oh. Uh, that was just the start of de-aging. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They should have they should have used the old-fashioned technique of adding clay to their face because okay. it would look better than that. He looks, yeah. Oh, oh. But I'm gonna say, yeah, um, X-Men First Class definitely. You you got to see the younger Professor X and Magneto, and really great actors bring those roles out. And I like the whole huge. What is it? Uh, rage and revenge that Magneto was on. Like he was just a monster. Right. Just ripping through people, especially with the little coin. <laughs> and I, I, I like all of the side characters, too. They they really yeah. integrate them into the movie well. But they all die. Yeah. I mean, but that's in a lot of X-Men movies, though. Like, yes, they're pretty <laughs> expendable. But Darwin. I don't know why they do I, that. I was sad when he died. Who? Darwin. Darwin. He... OK, yeah. But um yeah, I, I, I really love that movie. I I did like second it. favorite. Second favorite. Okay, ready for number ones? Yeah. My number one, you're gonna laugh. My number one. I know what it is. Favorite X Men movie is X Three: The Last Stand. Nobody calls it that. <laughs> X Three? <laughs> you just going too far with that. It's. You know what? That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> because it's my movie. <laughs> okay. Everybody else was to hate on it. I love that movie. I, I didn't hate that. on it. Oh, yeah, you didn't hate on it. You didn't hate on it. Um, that was just Cousin Al. But I I loved Halle Berry in that movie. She had her moments to shine. Um, I loved Wolverine in that movie, honestly. 
Angel's story in that movie. They He's wrapped barely up. In it. He is, but they wrapped up those two first two movies pretty well. That was back when your movie stopped after three, you know, for the most part. Yeah, you didn't know if anything was coming next. Exactly. They did a good job, except for they teased something that never happened. That at the end when Magneto lost his powers, he was playing chess and the chess piece moved. And that goes to credits and it stops. Also, I don't know if you knew this, but there was an end credit scene in that movie. There's a man who's unconscious. He's unconscious for a long time and he's a caregiver. And he wakes up at the end of the movie. And it's actually Professor X. Once he died when Gene killed him, he transferred his conscience into another person. Okay. I, I, I heard about that, but I never actually saw it. They never elaborated. They never went further with it because it would have a different act. It would just, it's, it's a weird concept. So they never went through with it. Um, but it was very interesting that that happened. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, as you can see, I know too much about this movie. I know the, the yeah. scenes that were cut from the movie that were really cool. I mean, that last fight, it's like the, the, the schoolyard fight where they're, you know, you got Magneto throwing cars and Pyro <laughs> lighting them up. And Pyro I forgot about him. Yeah, Pyro goes, let me at him. He goes, no, the pawns go first. I was like, this man is so wise. Like, it just, <laughs> oh my God. Third grade me was so impressed. The, um, the Brotherhood of Evil was in full force. Full force? I mean, they had their old little, like, alt-right Nazi meetings in the forest. It was, it was interesting stuff. X3 has so many good little nuggets of stuff. Yes, they mess up the Dark Phoenix you know, saga, whatever. Guess what? They do it even worse when they redo it, which makes this movie even better. <laughs> Who would have thought that Last Stand would have been the better version of the Phoenix? I, I guess, yeah. It, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely more interesting the Last Stand. It definitely is. A lot more is. pieces to the story. I don't know, but like, they did a better job with multiple storylines. Like the Dark Phoenix movie, it had one storyline, and it, it didn't make sense. And it kind of sucked a little bit. They, they glossed over a lot. <laughs> and gloss over a lot. Stuff doesn't make sense. And they're not really a team. Not at all. <laughs> not, not at all. But uh, you done with your number one? I think that's, yeah. I mean, that's that's my number one. Okay. Well, you know that this was coming. Um, X-Men Days of Future Past is my number one. Sucker for all ensemble movies. And this is the most ensemble X-Men movie that you can get. It is. Bring bring in the old cast and the new cast. And I just loved it. It's it's almost like I couldn't hate it. (laughs) Even if it was bad. Yeah, I agree. um, You you, you get to see the old Magneto, young Magneto. And then they bring in the Sentinels. Which, you know, I was very interested in seeing... um, just from going back and watching the 90s X-Men cartoon. Right. And then, yeah. But when you go back and think about it, are the Sentinels really that much of a compelling villain? (laughs) I know it was created by that guy. Well, the villain in the X-Men storyline is really the human race. They are always trying to exterminate the mutants. That's why I love the X-Men so much more than the other heroes or other storylines because they're the hero while being hated all the time always misunderstood always misunderstood the us versus them and you know there's the parallels 
between the X-Men and the Civil Rights Movement. They were yeah. written around the same time. Professor X, Malcolm X is the name, of course, but Professor X takes after Martin Luther King and Magneto takes after Ma- uh, Malcolm X. Magneto, his, the Brotherhood, right? Mm-hmm. Right after the Muslim Brotherhood in, in the Muslim culture. So it, it's, it's very compelling for those reasons, always wanting to help when the world doesn't want them. Honorable mention, Logan. Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, if we took a poll of most other people who are, I guess, I don't know, they would have that as number one. Probably. As far as quality. But quality Days of Future Pass. Oh, yeah. But Days of Future Pass. Yeah, Days of Future Pass is my number one because I, I, I enjoy ensemble movies uh, for the most part. You know, DC, they haven't done that well, but we're going to stick to Marvel right now. Right. Um, but... X-Men Days, Future Past. I, I really love the way they did the story. I think it all made sense from what, what I remember. It, it made sense. It all made sense. Well, okay. I'll, well, they went back in time and fixed things. The fact that Dream Grey and Professor X were alive technically doesn't make sense. Somehow the events, <laughs> the butterfly effect happened, so the Phoenix Saga never happened, or at least in that timeline hadn't happened yet, because it always happens. But it hadn't yeah. happened yet, um, so it was it was super interesting. I yeah. I really enjoyed that movie. Me too. I, I like how they bring in uh, what's the black guy's name um, with the dreads? Bishop. Yeah, Bishop. He he, even though he died. Time. Yeah. Yeah, he he died, but it, it was good while it lasted. And then you know Storm dying kind of sucked. Just starts getting stabbed he in the just back. Turned around. <laughs> Ugh. You saw it coming in the trailer. Yeah, I know. They, they alluded to it. But, Matt I mean, Magneto you know, dying. Oh. He well, could he barely die, move. But uh, he's old. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, um, when he got stabbed, he, you know, his, getting, his power's getting a little loose. He's a little old. Not as good as he used to be. Yeah. So, just to wrap it up, my top five. As far as favorite, number five would be X-Men Origins Wolverine. I know how bad it is. Uh-huh. And then X-Men The Last Stand, number four. Um, X2 United is my number three. X-Men First Class, number two. And X-Men Days of Future Past is my number one favorite X-Men movie. Hmm. Huh. I like your number one. It's not my number one, but I feel like I like that movie so much because of The Last Stand. I get to see them again. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's where it is for me. Yeah, it all, it all comes together. It's full circle, man. For me, of course, number five is First Class. It's a necessary evil. It rebooted the series for me. <laughs> so, so number five is First Class. Number four... Um, I'm rearranging a little bit, but I'm going to give to X1, the first X-Men, for kicking okay. off the series um, of really superhero movies. Um, number three is going to be X-Men 2 United, because Nightcrawler, my favorite character at that time, because of that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, X2 has to be Days of Future Past, and number one, the very best for last, The Last Stand. 
<laughs> okay, well, yeah, we That's have. That's my favorite uh, X Men. Yeah, it's it's one of the better ones as far as you know our top five, but <laughs> you know everybody's not going to agree with that. But uh, that wraps up our list, Muhammad and Adrian's list. Uh, okay. Let us know in the comments what you think, if there are any comments. <laughs> <laughs> one day. <laughs> yeah.